0: Hello and welcome back to Take Two. We're your hosts. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Stacey. And today we are talking all about birth order. How
1: birth order may or may not affect your personality. Let's find out. What do you think?
0: (laughs) What are your thoughts? Well, let's start with how this episode got inspired. Okay. So we are both the oldest. Oldest girl. Daughters. And... uh, you actually had sent me me something from Instagram, right? Like yeah. it was like um just memes about being the oldest daughter, yeah. and I happened to see a video on TikTok about being the oldest daughter that we both kind of related to. So we thought it'd be fun to go over birth order, yeah. But I think before we get into birth order and what that could mean and how it may or may not affect your personality, yes, I think we should touch on the fact that like the validity of research on birth order, okay. Do you want to? Yeah. I mean,
1: I think it's hard because it's one of many factors that might play into your personality. Yes. So what people are doing is just kind of taking a group and making some generalizations. Mm -hmm. And I think you can, and there's always exceptions, but it's, you know, there's your physical environment, your situations, your, um, you know, mental health, so many different things that play into. Yes. How you end up having the personality that you have? Yes,
0: this is one little piece of the puzzle. Yeah, that one we see piece. some norms, but that doesn't mean everybody.
1: Yes, and some people really. I mean, at Alfred Adler, who's a psycho a psychologist, mm-hmm. had a whole theory that you know personality was because largely of your birth order. Yes. So, I mean, some people place a lot of importance on it, and some people probably think. no. What do you
0: think personally?
1: I know that's what I was asking. <laughs> I think it's interesting. You know, because I have heard people say, well, it's so weird how I have three kids and they're all so different. Mm-hmm. However, I will say, I think every kid you have is born into a totally different world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think birth order does, you know, af- play into that. Yeah. I think there's something to
0: it. Right? I think, I think, yeah. um, I do think, like we said, it can show some norms, but I d- I've definitely had oldest sibling like, in my office that do not relate. That are not the all, traditional. You know, so it's like... Again, grain of salt. Yes. I think it can be playing a role that doesn't mean just like everything, even with someone with anxiety, it can present so differently for each person. I think being the oldest yeah. can feel different for each person, things like that. But there are some similarities. There are
1: there are some general yes. like generalizations that we'll talk to, talk yes. about. But like you I don't think you can ever look at it and say, This is exactly <laughs> the, yeah, this is the reason I am the way that I am. Yeah. But I think it's interesting for parents just to be mindful mm-hmm. some of the experiences which we'll talk about yes. maybe like of middle children or you know, whatever it is. Just to be mindful of that, yeah. so that you're not doing the things maybe that can turn out. I don't know if it's harmful, but they mm-hmm. can be harder for those kids. Yeah, like whatever it is, that's harder.
0: The self. We always talk about self awareness. Yeah, having a little bit of more self awareness about yeah how you how birth order can impact your yes children. Yeah. yeah. So let's just go over okay. You know, first, middle, youngest. Okay. Oldest. What are we? What are the norms for the oldest?
1: Well, we think of the oldest as rule followers, leaders, responsible, determined, hard worker, can be bossy, rigid, can be cautious, <laughs> rigid. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Rigid. <laughs> and this all tracks for me. How do you, what do you think of these characters? For
0: myself? Well, just it doesn't general. track
1: as much for myself. That's but it I was tracks gonna say, for
0: your old I feel yes, like me and your oldest are a little more like. Are more like with this.
1: I don't think I'm a typical norm. firstborn no. girl, especially. Yeah. But I think that this tracks for a lot of people. Yes,
0: but that's exactly what we said. Right? Yes, so for yes. me, I think smartest, let's go off the bat for okay, sure. No, off, <laughs> off
1: the bat. No, literally the only research that is consistent, and we're two firstborns sitting here, is that IQ scores are higher for firstborn, which, you know what, that makes sense. Yeah. It, at least if they do, if you take an IQ test while you're young, mm-hmm. I had nothing in the world to do besides sit there with flashcards with your and oldest? It, yes, I just thought it was so fun to teach her to read when yeah. she was ridiculously young, it's and it was funny. like I just loved it. So.
0: I, I think, don't think I'm I think my young the youngest in my family is the smart I think Sean really? is the smartest academically, well, academically. I, Yeah I don't
1: even know if I'm smarter than my brother but I think you have more time to yes. spend yeah. you know on education And I think
0: pa- we talk a lot about parents b- being worn down like the oldest that, that sometimes there's a lot more expectations. For
1: sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that carries through. Yeah. I think even when you are more laid back because you've had more kids, you still have a standard for that older older mm-hmm. kid. And I see this with my clients too. Yeah. Like why do I, you know, why do I have these expectations? <laughs> Expectations more. of him or her, but it's it, they've always been there, mm-hmm. and it's hard. I don't yes. know. Do you feel like that with your family?
0: That I have more expectations. That like they
1: expected more of you.
0: I mean, I think overall with my family, academics was never like a. I don't want to say not a priority because it was, but it wasn't like a focus. Like it, it's interesting in this community, there's a lot of pressure, yeah, to succeed and get A's, and I. It's like interesting for me to work with families where parents are like, "No, I expect you to have certain grades," because yeah. like. My dad stopped going to school when he was in his early teens, and my mom is just, like, very, like, I was taking algebra, and she walked past. She's like, oh, I love that subject so much, I took it twice. Like, so obviously, she failed algebra and had to take it again. Like, she's very, she's a really good writer, and she's really smart, but there was never, like, the academic pressure. Yeah. But there was pressure in other ways. Okay. That makes sense. Like, rule following, I was the biggest rule follower.
1: And see, I don't think I was. Now I think I am. It's funny. I think I'm more of a firstborn now, now that you've gotten older. Yeah, really? I really That's do. Funny. But it's but it's a young kid.
0: I don't know why yeah. I didn't
1: really like settle into that role the way that maybe you oh, were. No, the I was very rule follower.
0: Annoyingly rule follower. And like my brother got grounded once for a week, and then my mom like let him go out, and I was like mad at her. I was like, he, he's supposed to be grounded. Cause you're like little, like mini mom, rigid, and was like, "What what do you mean he's allowed to go out?" I
1: remember my oldest said that once to me. She's like, "Well, if you, like, if you don't hold consequences, it's no wonder." And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) settle down." But it's, it's like I don't want to hear the truth, but I'm like, you're
0: talking the truth." But but that is interesting. mm -hmm. But in ways that I felt more expectations on myself. I'll say, like, I remember my dad was like, "You need a job. You need like all these things." So I was. A varsity athletes, I'd practice every day. Then I would go after practice at six. I would go to the community center be a lifeguard till ten thirty at night. Then I would sit down and do my homework. And my dad was like, Maybe you should get another job in the summer. My sister, the youngest, would be sitting housing cheezits, its watching T V all day. And my dad was like, he's I like, feel like are you like, relaxed like, enough? Yeah, he's like, Oh, Shauna, dear, you okay? <laughs> do you need anything? <laughs> do you need Lindsay for <laughs> anything? Exactly. So it was just like things like that, like filling out Forms for college, like my sister would call me every year and be like, Can you do it for me? So it's just like. Okay, so you in were that kind of space. like a little mini mom. Yeah, A little bit. Yes. So I'd say like more in the parentified space, I would say more parentified. Like when my sister got kidney stones, she wanted me there at the hospital. But I would say. Academically, I did not feel okay that pressure
1: so pressure, but like in a little bit of a different way yeah 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 but and so- I think you spoke to like the rigidness and <laughs> also firstborn children are more anxious I do identify with that yes and I think when you look at the difference at least from a parent's point of view, I was so much more nervous. With my first. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Because it's your first time doing it. And we know mom's anxieties
0: feed into children's anxieties. A hundred
1: percent. I mean, I didn't let her ride a bike around the block. I think I've told this story before. My middle daughter's friends were riding bikes and she was standing and she was like, Mom. And like pointing because I was so nervous for her to like be <laughs> to on her. Around the and then now like my youngest, I don't You're know like, go. where he is half the time. <laughs> Not even proud of that. But like yeah. it really is different. And I don't have the experience of just feeling like something's bad. It's going to happen or I have to have control. Mm-hmm. So I think obviously like that first Beans time in. mom anxiety bleeds into them. Of course. And yeah. that is probably why they're more rigid. And you have <laughs> so much time and energy to be anxious about things. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's your first time doing everything. So. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then let's go to middle. next, our our beloved middle children.
0: <laughs> Tell me, what what is it okay. that is for the middle? And
1: there's a lot of variation, I feel like, especially in middle children. But in general, um, it's noted that middle children are usually adaptable. They're social butterflies. They can be competitive. They're dreamers. They're great negotiators. Um, and that kind of tracks for me. And there's also something called middle child syndrome, which is, you know, you don't have the status of oldest child, and you don't get all of the attention and the Mm -hmm. babying of the youngest. So middle children sometimes have to fight for their place or feel like they're fighting for their place. Okay. And I I am only from a family of two, so you can speak to this. I have three, but you grew up with three. So what does that look like for you?
0: Um. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because we're not even talking about gender. But, like, gender... But gender plays into it. That's what I was going to say. I agree. So it's interesting because my brother is the middle and he's the only boy. Okay. Um. But, I mean, he's definitely social and adaptable. He's for sure the funniest sibling out of all of us, easily. Um, that's interesting. Yes. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I think... So maybe it does align. Yeah. But I would Do say you think I'm he more of felt- a dreamer.
1: Do you think he felt that... Um, term not like syndrome. displacement, but where you, what is your role? Do you know what I no, mean? Having because, to fight for your
0: role, and it's funny because like you put a quote out, it's like different than this because we were about fire. But like one time, I asked oh. my sister, who do "You think mom and dad's favorites are?" And she's yeah. like, "I don't think they have a favorite, but I think if all three of us were on fire." Mom would put Johnny out first. Dad yeah. would put me out first, and you would just burn a little longer. That's how she described. Oh my gosh!
1: And that's the quote
0: that I always. I know like that's to why use. I was laughing. So I think that like, uh, wait, my, so let me my see what the quote. Let me brother. see what it yeah, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: as a parent. <clears throat> I, I, I'm sure I didn't coin this, but I don't know (laughs) that I read it. I, I said, when you have a kid having a hard time, it's like, as a parent, you just have one bucket of water because your time and your resources, I'm so sorry. You're one human being. So if you, you know, you have one bucket of water and normally you, you know, try to like make sure everybody's like, you know, gets a little. But if you have a kid that's on fire. So this is like, if you have a kid where there's a really high need or there's Mm -hmm. a situation, you're going to use that bucket for that kid yes so that is the bucket analogy but that's so funny. I know and I think too-
0: it's like maybe because I'm the oldest I'm just really independent and my brother was like a mama's boy like on her leg when she would leave like don't leave so i think like relationship wise i
1: think it's interesting i think gender plays into it so the fact that he's the only boy and like for my son he's the only boy but he's the the youngest youngest. that's like a
0: double whammy
1: it really is so should we yeah tell me about youngest youngest? okay youngest are generally speaking happy-go-lucky charming risk takers can be spoiled and can be self-centered and there's more, but these are mm. like general. I think definitely the charming part. I mean, I think, I know. I
0: don't see him. You're well, I don't see him as spoiled, but
1: uh, you think he is no, not too spoiled, no. but I think he probably does get a more lot than of attention. Avery got. I don't, well, yeah, he probably does get more things than Avery. I'm sure I like read a book that told me like not to give Avery something yeah. and I was like, you're not getting you're you're never getting two have. gifts. No, but oh, I think yeah. attention wise, okay. I mean, there is something to be said for being the baby and then I think if you're the only boy too or the only of anything you know what I mean it could have been a girl girl, the only gender Mm -hmm. you know if there's three so I don't know that tracks for me and I think like they have to roll, yeah. you know what I mean. They have to learn to roll. Whereas with the first, you're regimented. It makes mm-hmm. it actually, as we're saying, I'm like this makes so much
0: sense. I'm buying into this more. <laughs> no, more. No, we're getting more into. The now I'm going to become like a therapist.
1: <laughs> but no, I think they, you know, they're in the car seat going back and forth. They don't get their mm-hmm. bed for naps. It's just, a, it is a whole yeah. different life. So
0: yeah, it's I, a different experience. I think some
1: of those skills could be really helpful. I we,
0: think for my sister, the happy go lucky. Risk taker, I don't know. I don't think she's a big risk taker. So it's, like, interesting. Yeah. But there's so much anxiety in my family, too. Again, we say, like, different things play different roles. Yes. Um, but I do see so many memes that are so funny. Like, this is definitely not my family experience. But, like, the idea of the oldest, where your, ki- your parents are really poor, like, don't have as many resources. And then, yeah. you know, people... Grow sometimes in their career, and then the youngest is getting like Apple Watch and like all these like different going on best vacations and different experiences. I think that that's kind of funny. That is
1: true too because you you're born into a different financial situation often. mm -hmm. So I know there's this comedian and he talks about you know we didn't have money like my parents clearly weren't ready for me. (laughs) He was the (laughs) oldest, and then he's like the the last one. He's like the parents are trillionaires. (laughs) Like they're going to be best friends with you. They're not as strict
0: exactly. So that
1: is that Mm -hmm. is true.
0: Yeah. So I, I, this this tracks a little you're, bit. are getting more into this. Okay, what about only children? Only children are left out of a lot of research.
1: Twins and only children, a lot of times, they don't include in research. But when they have researched it, only children mimic first firstborns a okay. little bit. Mm-hmm. But with one difference that they're around adults a lot, so they're Definitely. just more mature. They're like that little, like, professor kids yes. a lot of times. That's a
0: good I'm picturing, like, a yeah. little kid at just a party like a very and talking to all the, aunt, the, yes. the um, adults. Adults. Yeah. Because you're around adults a that lot. That makes sense. I that know, does. See, as we're saying, see? I'm like, this, all, this all makes
1: sense. This does track. I mean, an only child, though, too, to note has may have a harder time sharing
0: mm-hmm. because has
1: never really had to share the parents' attention yeah, um, with other siblings, at least. Yes, you know, you yes. don't have the situation or even things.
0: That's what I was going to say. Or I imagine, like, I shared a room with my sister, so that really prepped me for college and living with someone. I think when you're an only child, yeah. just those compromises that you're constantly having to make or, like, you know, I love the thing where it's, like, it happened with my sister all the time, where it's like she wants to go take a shower, and it's like, well, I've been thinking of taking a shower for the last two hours, so I get to take a shower first. And right? It's like those negotiations, little things that come up that just teach you, hopefully yeah. within like your good home life skills, right? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I think um, so. It's interesting. Only child. That's an interesting, but there's not mm-hmm. as much research. Yeah. One thing that there is research on is that emotional health is not super tied to birth order. However, the one thing that shows up is that youngest kids tend to be more resilient and report less mental health issues. Okay, That's interesting. And my thought on that, I think I told you, is... That they have to be adaptable. Yeah, they have to be... Ad- that. Yes, they they resilience is kind of built in. Yeah. But also in terms of saying, okay, they don't have as many mental health issues. I don't know if as many of them would get taken to a therapist mm-hmm. or that it would be noted. Mm-hmm. Because like, my older two kids, I got braces for, because that's what you do. Never took the third. Like still haven't taken him to an orthodontist. He's gonna be Stop. in high school next year. Just never you're just did like, it. It's okay. They look fine. You know what I mean? And they do look fine. Like I think he's okay. But even that's funny. I would have never, you know, with the first or second been like, Oh, I think you're fine. Yeah. So just thinking a third child, maybe parents aren't as tuned in to like, oh, are you
0: struggling a little?
1: Yeah. Because it's moving, moving and you're busy. So that's that, just my thought. Correct.
0: Okay. I could see that. That does make sense.
1: But yeah, emotional so, it's wellness. the only thing
0: we see when it comes to like mental health mm-hmm. related. Okay. Um, one thing we were talking about too that actually, you guys, this is, I won't say it's a first, but Stacy knew a TikTok trend I had no idea about. Oh my gosh. No, that is a first. Is it? Yes. So I'm slacking oh, over yeah, here. Yeah, you better get on the TikTok.
1: You better you better spend some more time on TikTok.
0: <laughs> I know. Jeez
1: Louise. Um
0: well, I tell them what
1: you what yeah, you saw. I didn't hear about it. I actually looked it up and then I found the okay, TikTok. Okay. So to be fair, I, I Googled it and did some oh, okay. research. And then the TikTok makes me came feel a little up. better. <laughs> yeah, this term of glass children, mm-hmm. which it's a term to describe siblings. Of a high need child, be Mm -hmm. it, be, you know, behavioral issues, addiction, mental health issues. If you have one child in the family that takes a lot of the parents' energy and focus, Mm -hmm. a term, I, oh, which I think maybe the woman that did the TED talk coined it. I don't know who coined it. Somebody, you know, coined this term glass children because their needs get looked right through because you have Mm -hmm. this other child.
0: Like glass. Okay.
1: Yes. It needs all this attention. Yeah. So there was a TikTok trend, people talking about, you know, that they were the glass children and their experience. And then some people were coming on saying I was the reason. The the child with a lot of needs. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. And I think something like that can be more impactful than birth order. Definitely.
0: Yes. And I see clients who, you know, their siblings are really struggling. And a lot of times, to your point too, their needs, either they don't want to advocate for their needs because there's this pressure that they have to be perfect and okay because – Other people aren't. Yes. And like to your point, maybe people aren't as in tune because of your perfect example of when one of your kids is on fire. Yes, exactly. That's where that analogy Mm -hmm. comes in.
1: Perfect. So if you have, you know, a sibling that for whatever reason takes a lot of your parents' time and resource, a lot of times that other child feels like they have to be perfect. There's no room for their feelings mm-hmm. or, you know, they just are protecting the parents. Like, yes. I know you're already so stressed, so I'm going to be so good okay. and so perfect. And then I also think sometimes parents, and this is noted, not just me saying, mm-hmm. but it makes sense, take more of their stress out on that sibling. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you you know, if you have you, expectations a, 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 are a kid with chronic illness mm-hmm. or like mental health struggles – you do sometimes tend to tiptoe around that child, and yes. you, when you have stress, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah, so it could be displaced. So I think it's a really interesting concept.
0: Yeah, I think when we when I talked a lot to my kids, it's like parents sometimes because it is so stressful having a kid who's struggling, right? But I there think um, it's not always seen how much the kids, strugg- the, the sibling struggling, is actually impacting that glass child of even their anxieties about. Their sibling or how they're feeling, about how they're it. impacted. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that the the child that's the glass child yes. is actually stressed, yes. but it's not okay. Yes. okay. Or
0: like that they don't, you know, sometimes like with you're making decisions for your kid that's on fire, right? Yeah. Like You're like, okay, do they need this? Do they need this? Yeah. And the other siblings might not be privy to that information, so then they're creating narratives or stories in their head or trying to piece together what they overhear their parents talking about. Okay. So a lot of them are reporting. To me, like, well, I think this is what's going to happen, but I don't know. And I think this is what's going on, but I'm unsure. And I think this is why this happened, but I'm too scared to ask my parents. So it's also like... So
1: anxiety being left out of the process mm-hmm. or... And why do you think they're left out? Because it's information that parents think they shouldn't know? I mean, what is your yeah, thought on Yeah, I think
0: both. It? I think sometimes it's like... Parents trying to protect that kid of like this isn't your problem to worry about right. this is our problem to worry about but the kids are already and what's worried. What's the effect of mm-hmm. that? That's interesting. And I think the other piece of it is like that sometimes kids are just scared to ask and parents are like uh, or parents don't realize how much they're looking for that information. Yeah, that they would even want to know. Happening. I see what mm-hmm. you're saying.
1: Yeah, the whole the whole thing is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. And I mean, in just thinking about since we always like to take two, yes. I think a take two for parents. With birth order, but especially this is just really look at your relationship with each child mm-hmm. and like to the extent, again, cause we only have so much, you yes. know, time and so many resources. How can you, you know, kind of bridge some of those issues? Carving out, even if it's five minutes, one on one time with that, you know, quote, mm-hmm. last child or the child that doesn't get as much, you know, time from yes. you and just checking in and really, you know, your feelings are important to me. Having that connection, I want to hear them, you know, what are you struggling with? Mm -hmm. What about this situation is hard for you? Yeah. I think just like a conversation where, to your point, it's on the table. Yes. Because it seems like a lot of like maneuvering Mm -hmm. and not anybody really like always And that's what
0: my mom did for me when I was like 10. One of my siblings was struggling and she told us like, hey – I know that we're giving the sibling a lot of attention right now because that's what they need, but I want you to know like, that doesn't mean you can't come to me or that I'm not here. Yeah. And I loved that she did that. I also think just because naturally, such an anxious kid, I was having so much anxiety that I didn't want to tell her about, that was yeah. unrelated to my sibling. Because I was like, I think she's going to think I want attention. I think she's going to think I'm making this up because she's giving my you, other sibling so much attention. You want that spot. So, of course, my anxiety is just you Told inspiring. a story. Yes. Made up a story. And I finally told my mom and she was like, okay, let's get you into therapy. Let's oh, like help love that. support you. And I think, too, it's like you're, again, utilizing our support system. So, like, as a parent, if you don't have the wherewithal to maybe, like, listen and, and help this one one of your children it's like having that supportive therapy or finding like,
1: them support
0: like i have an aunt that i'm really close to so like being like hey can you take her to yes. lunch or utilizing other resources right you're not in an alone that is i i like that too that you spend that time mm-hmm. see of
1: course as a parent i'm putting all the pressure yeah on you're like i have to have this conversation i, fi- I have to do this i gotta fix <laughs> this but no yeah. what a great point to if if you know there's a gap and somebody needs help okay is there a group which Mm -hmm. there are a lot of sibling groups actually yes Um, Yes. we could maybe list them somewhere Mm -hmm. that you can join you Mm -hmm. know a support group or go you know spending time with another relative or somebody that yeah. you're close with or signing them up for something if you feel like you know there's a lot of time at home mm-hmm. or they're always at the doctor's office with mm-hmm. you like can you arrange a carpool and then go yes. to a group so really just looking at it and yeah. thinking like what what is needed and like what are the steps that I could mm-hmm. take
0: and being okay with asking for help yeah. from your own support system, because I think as parents, to your point, yeah, like we're scared of shame or judgment from other parents and being able to just say like, hey – can you take them to practice for me every week so they have a consistent person they can spend need, time with? I like, need you know. Some help here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then that builds that connection for mm-hmm. for that child. And then they're doing yeah. something that's about them. Yes. And it's not, you know, rotating. But it could be really hard. I mean, I imagine, you know, there were some kids on there talking about like siblings with cancer and mm-hmm. being in the hospital. And I mean, these are things, again, like you just have this bucket and we don't Have control over the fires all the time, so and
0: we only have a certain
1: yes. We gotta take care of ourselves too. Yes, it can be hard as a parent. So I don't know anything else else on um, birth order in general.
0: I think it's like interesting just to look and see if you relate to any of the things that we've talked about, and if you are a glass, glass, glass child, just glass, glass, glass just (laughs) if you're a piece (laughs) of glass, you're glass, (laughs) a glass child. Um, If you are a glass child i think sometimes we're taught to hold stuff in so to make sure that you don't repeat those patterns and like get yourself support if you need it and it's okay to struggle
1: it's important like your needs are important no Mm -hmm. matter what's going on yes it's not all relative because i do think sometimes and you spoke to this a little you think oh well my little concern Mm -hmm. is not a big deal but no your concerns are still a big deal and i think maybe you know the take two Birth order is just interesting. I think it's always people are into why am I the way that I am. Mm-hmm. So just looking at those pieces, your like experience. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe this is part of how I got here. And if there's parts that li- I want to shift, yes. I think sometimes it helps just to know
0: the why. Yes, I think I've done a good job of not being as rigid <laughs> about the rules. Okay, so like even th- I don't I've see seen, you super rigid, right? Like yeah. I've seen myself um, take some of those norms. Yeah. From, birth order my, my anxiety or whatever it is and yes. be able to shift those into healthier spaces yes and how so, can yeah. you yes how
1: can you capitalize on some of the positive right like aspects. my
0: responsibility as yes. like right mm-hmm. high achieving things like that you want to like do that in a healthy way and keep that positive
1: yes and as a parent i think just looking at you know what what are the things that the kids might feel based on their birth order and like supporting them
0: yeah
1: it's cool. That I liked the, it like it. Is talking cool. about this. I mean, this it's is a like cool topic. And I, as we talk more, I'm like, I don't know. It makes <laughs> a lot of. It's making a lot of sense to me. But I do think gender plays into it a lot too. For
0: sure, gender. A lot. A lot of things we talked about, like your peers, play a huge role in who yeah. people become. Like you are, you are who you surround yourself with. So there's a lot of other factors playing a role here, um, your environment, your community. But there's I'm a lot sure. of um, yes. firstborn
1: daughters that are putting out some pretty funny. Memes. <laughs> like, yes. it was like, if you're a firstborn daughter, you might be entitled to compensation yeah. or, I don't know, they were just all really that funny because it's like, you really, I think, do relatable as a female, you get more of the caretaking responsibilities. Like, I don't know that a firstborn son
0: would have that always scene. has
1: those responsibilities. Yeah. And then just as we talked about, like the weight of the, being the firstborn.
0: Mm hmm yes oh this is a fun episode i know so if you guys want to follow us on socials to stay up to date about everything take two and to see some of these memes that we're discussing i know
1: i want to bring like the yeah. TikToks and the memes if we ha- we should post them mm-hmm. on there
0: let's we're going to post yeah. them for you. you guys can enjoy them as much as we did yeah. especially if you're a firstborn daughter yes that's all the firstborn daughters <laughs> get together um and then if you so you can find us on take two dot pod for instagram and Take Two Pod on TikTok. Yes. And, we'll and we're going to start
1: posting on there. Yes,
0: we are. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Give the double wave. Bye. Give it to them. I couldn't not Give do it. Give the people the double <laughs> wave. Give them
1: what they don't want.
0: Thank you for listening to the Take Two Podcast. Lindsay and Stacy are licensed therapists, but they aren't your therapists. And this podcast is not therapy. Production assistance is provided by Bird Blue Creative at bird.blue.